Why this is gonna be hilarious. I am one of the regular hosts, Chris, and I'm joined by David Whitworth. Hello, David. Hi. Hello, how are you doing? Yes, yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. Okay. So, um, topics of conversation is that we're in Manchester for uh, the Gen Con pop up event. Uh, we've been running some demos of V5, and tomorrow we're running demos of Wrath and Glory. For the Oprah! Yeah, something like that. But this is going to just generally be a rant, I think, <laughs> ranty episode. So, um, we're going to start from. Let's start with the positives. So, Warcry. Let's start with that. Oh, no, That's no, 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 no. Let's start with V5. So, we V5, ran okay. the Araman contract. So, basically, we're at Fanboy 3, and the whole point was to run a brand new demo that's using the Manchester setting. Which is a purely the Iron contract is a scenario that can be played in a purely social combat mode. Now, well, I yes. got to the end with only one fatality of a ghoul. How was your game? Um, yeah. So it was meant to be social. Uh, it didn't end that way. Um, there was a well, yeah. They ripped someone's head off virtually. That's all right. Um, yeah. But basically, they, they enjoyed the Elysium interactions and double yeah. dealing. There was yeah. uh, at the beginning, yeah, uh, loads of double dealing going on. They loved that part of it. But then they kind of you end up in you end up in the theatre. You end up with a fight. Well, you're not meant to have the fight, uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did, and uh, it did not go well. Um, it could have very easily been a TPK. Yes, uh, my guys double crossed the Camarilla, which is good. So, um, oh, nice. Yeah, they really fucked them over. So the plan is that this scenario will go out in some some form. Uh, I've not decided yet how. There's things to go on with that. But it's good to have a playtest that's experienced the two extremes of the conclusion. Oh, yeah. We, we, went, we went very extreme on that, that final conclusion. And as far as I'm aware, all the players, barring maybe one, had played Vampire the Mastery before. No, only only one of them had played World of Darkness stuff before. Oh, okay. So um, the rest had never played Vampire, okay. and this was uh, one of them would only ever played D and D once, not wow. actually done any role playing before, other That's than that really one good. experience. And she, she seemed really happy. It. She absolutely loved it. So. The fact is, you can create a one-shot that's completely social yep. and create brand new fans of an RPG experience, which isn't murder hobos. Ha 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 ha! They tried to be murder hobos, um, but they, they they could have quite easily not done that. Like two of the guys didn't want to do that, so they were trying to pull that away. But the yeah. other two, yeah, Leroy Jenkins. Oh yeah, of course. This is this is a classic uh, convention episode because it's a noisy. Um, Either it's noisy because of the convention, or it's noisy because of the bar slash restaurant. Um, so that's always fun. Yeah. Okay, so we played V5, that's good. Uh, Zach is here from Cubicle 7, so tomorrow we're doing some Wrath of Glory, uh, which is going to be great fun. Looking forward uh, to it, looking forward to a bit of a... Some Necromunda fun, yes. <laughs> ganger fun. Um, but you've already played through the scenario. No. No, not yet. You no. Played some, you played the demo I've, I've from... played the... the... I don't know. The, the, the Ulysses Field demo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. obviously, different beasts, horses, horses. We'll see how this runs in comparison. Uh, what else has been going on? We were going to show it. Okay, Warcry. So, yes. being typical miniatures uh, idiots, uh, we have both aficionados. Aficionado. We both got our 
copies of Warcry, read the demo, uh, read the um, the rule book. Of course, didn't get a chance to put shit together and try it out. But no. we turned up at GW Manchester, invaded the gaming table, and try it out. And it plays really well. Such like yeah, we probably spent maybe half an hour reading the rules. Most so, and it's just like you just get to the table and you you're gone. Done. Yeah. It's so, so so quick. It's reminiscent of a dice pool system in the sense that it's one roll to rule them all because it's one roll to hit, wound, do everything. Yeah. And then the doubles and triples and quadruples that activate special abilities add an extra resource management element, yeah. which is vaguely similar to Warhammer Quest and also a bit. It gives me the feel of Guild Ball a little. The miniatures, though. Fantastic. Top notch. Looking forward to uh, kit bashing some of them. Oh, yeah. And then the speed of play and the space, because you've got a second game in. Yeah. Uh, we were there for about an hour and a half, maybe, maybe just got, an hour. And we played with what? Half size warbands? Yeah, 500 points. Fair enough, okay. But 22 by 30 inch play space. Ish, yeah. Fits on the kitchen table and then some space left over yeah. for cards. What is Games Workshop doing? I don't, I'm, I'm like, whoa, this box is filled with terrain, filled with miniatures, and it fits on my kitchen table. Compared to when we were there, what, <laughs> some number of years ago? Yes, no? where uh, you were like, oh, I've got like 40 miniatures or more for a Warhammer army. Well, I... I mean, miniatures. I was going to say, I, I, I used to play Skaven. Oh, you it's, it's like idiots. Right. Horde armies, there's like 300 miniatures on the table, and I've spent uh, my entire life savings and all my food budget for the next year on an army. This, what, you buy one warband for 30 quid, you've got 10 models and that's all you need, that's it. Yeah, you can always double up for more stuff, because yeah. the models, I believe, you've got weapon options. They're uh, monopose weapon options, that's why I, I, I believe it happens. There is in the book, I've looked at the put together, there's weapon options. Okay, I've not, I've not looked at the extra boxes, but the base set, if you buy that Warcry starter set, really being miniature fiends, yeah, you're going to buy more, but you don't need to. It's Gives very the, self-contained. It's very, very self-contained. Straight out of the box, on the table, you can set it up in... The whole set, the whole thing about setting it up, your mission, or victory conditions, the army deployment, is part of the gameplay. So you, you turn up with your stuff, put the board down on the table, flip your cards, game turns up, you play. You're playing within... What, 10 minutes? Yeah, pretty much. And also, wild is how when you open up that box, it's kind of like Blackstone Fortress. It's like, here are all the tokens, here are all the counters, here are all the cards, here are all the plastic sleeves to bag it up so it neatly yes. goes away. And it's like, so Games Workshop have now just gone from being also making good miniatures and making fun games. I don't, now I won't say they're always brilliant games, but they are fun, because yeah. Speed Freaks is hilarious. But, they also make it easy to play and store. So yeah. this is the thing, is Warcry an example, another example where they're going, here's a self-contained experience, which yeah. if this is your only interaction with us, and then you fuck off and never see us again, we don't care, that's great. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's board games It's for board games, it, it's, they've taken the concept of board games, nowadays Kickstarter's full of board games, they've all got minis in them, and there's always the issue of storage. Games Workshop have gone, right, board games are big, 
Can we fit them into our universe? Yes, yes we can. Like, play spaces at a premium. Yep. Who owns a house? Oh, I do, technically, but still, I have a, I, <laughs> let's be honest, putting, putting out the boards for a 4x4 four four table still takes up some room. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this, you say, fits on the kitchen table. Kids can play it because it's so contained, there's not many rules and you don't have to have mass armies. Yeah, they've, they've, they've turned wargaming into tabletop board gaming. Yes. The other things I noticed with the game is the quality of the rule book. The rules take up fuck all space. If you'd say with Kill Team, Kill Team, the rules are very, very limited, and then the rest of it is filled with fluff and uh, army rules. You've and got all the rules for the armies in the book. Yes. And the expandability because other armies can be included. So you're playing Chaos Warbands, which aren't aligned to any particular Chaos God. They're all like looking to be exalted by Archon and told, you're a good boy here, have a chaos, a mark of chaos. But what's the other cool thing with it? Um, campaign system is self-contained. Yeah, individual campaigns. It's not a, you've not designed a story for a group of people. You are given a campaign for your specific warband. So yeah, you want to run a campaign, but you're going to be traveling around to different shops, fine. Bring, yeah, bring, exactly. bring your warband down to another shop. You can play your own campaign game against someone else. So like turn up with your magic deck. Almost. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, and the way it's balanced, it means that if I turn up and I've played a couple of games with my, my warband in my campaign, I go to a shop, turn up, there'll be people there who haven't got that far, but your models are now more expensive, so you've got less in your yes. warband. So it in theory, balances. We're yet to play. Yeah, yeah. we yet to play that aspect, but I think that will attract a lot of people. And so there's the some great, there's some good stuff on the horizon release-wise because um, again, like Kill Team, they're doing these bots and uh, scenery packs. Yeah. And like the uh, the ruined storm vault is like a grab bag of all these Sigmarite scenery. Yes. Uh, and yeah, they're they're rehashing some of their old scenery. Yeah. Um, the grave uh, thing that they just released. Yeah, is the, the mausoleum. mausoleum. Like, that was uh, the Garden, Garden of Moor. Garden of Moor. And then it was something else. And now it's like another scenery pack. Um, and then also, the reason why this is exciting is because these are fun miniatures with character, which tie in quite well with Age of Sigma roleplay. Yeah. So, I'm really excited for that. I, I, I desperately, desperately, desperately want to... Uh, tie some people down and find out more about that, that, that Age of Sigma roleplay. Oh yeah, we, um, we've got we've got pointy sticks and we've got we've got a mission and an attitude to use them. Okay, so what else has been going on? Uh, that's good hobby-wise from Gen Con that we've heard. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, um, I think we're going to get a review article up from James on that one. So, I'm not going to get involved in that because I'll get angry. Ah, uh, fair <laughs> enough. Everyone's got an opinion. I, I got onto the Dark Days like uh, like chat and it was full blown Pathfinder chat and I was like I have no fucking clue what's going on but if fine. you can do maths and you like multiple dice and you like old school D&D yeah. and you like a book which is probably going to weigh about 10 kilos it's all for you oh of course G oh, talking about other GW stuff Enforcers uh, yes Necromunda great so this is interesting because Primaris uh, Heads from uh, the roleplay aspect as well, because we're getting a realignment of how yes. policing occurs within uh, Necromunda and on any world. So a world will have enforcers. The Adeptus Arbites fulfill a slightly different role. Now, for me, 
when I hear that, I hear Adeptus Arbite's army is mostly being in development because they're changing how things operate. And Adeptus Arbite's army is, let's be honest, the most natural army to go up against GC the Cult. You're yes. going to have to put down that rebellion. It, it's, yeah, it's the good version of the GC the Cult, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that's Rather good. than being a guard, guard army, which is cannon fodder, Arbite's... They've got other things to fight. Yeah. Um, Oh god, what else has been released or announced or that we've been up to? So yeah, Wrath and Glory tomorrow is going to be fun. Uh, we've already said about that. Uh, that was, I'm sure there was something else that I was like, There's, you, you know exactly what it is. It's a really big box that costs a lot of money. Oh, Kingdom Death? Kingdom Death is coming Oh up. shit, yes. Yeah, so, so obviously at Gen Con there's the Kingdom Death store, which is much yeah. bigger and has a bigger line than fucking ever. But there's a lot of cool miniatures that you can see there, like Atmos, so Evil Santa. Um, yeah. You can play demos of um, the Black Knight, I believe. You can also play demos with other monsters that have just been real, revealed, like Frog Dog, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but then also, the, the big update happened overnight big, before Gen Con. Big oh, update. It's too hard to explain, but basically, uh, the Gambler's Chest is like now an expansion. Yeah. Uh, and the gambler looks amazing. He's got this big ball made of bodies. Uh, and so basically we've got another year to wait on that one. So yeah, you'll you'll see more King Death content at some point when I get my ass into gear. And you're mostly painting stuff, so again, yeah, the ball will be festooned. No, but I'm hoping I'm hoping in September to actually get a Kingdom Death campaign going. Yeah. So when that starts going, I'll start posting stuff about that. Hopefully, if it has, if it does actually get going, hopefully that'll know. be good. So yeah, Kingdom Death is going strong. Uh, let's see what else has been done. Free League are doing the, they're about to round up their pre-order on Alien. Aliens. Ali, it's Alien, Alien the RPG. Because so Ma- I'm gonna get my hands on that. Matthew at the Effect Podcast told me uh, it's Alien the RPG. So that's cool. I think if you buy it on pre-order, there's a scenario called Chariot of the Gods so you get like some quick start stuff uh, from what I understand but that's pre-order not Kickstarter so that's pre-order which is nice which is nice I do like things which aren't Kickstarter I've, yeah these I've lost, lost, lost my uh, mojo uh, for them I've lost so much money through them that I've only had one Kickstarter not to deliver and it was a deck of cards nice cards uh, well yeah, I've not. I've had one that's not delivered, but some of the other ones are just trash. Dumpster fire. Trash and uh, yeah, never been used. Like I, I oh. bought um, Call Me in Your Knots Wrath of Kings. I think oh it's shit! From a couple of years. I, 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 did, is that is that game no dead, dead, dead in the water? I have no idea, but I have a crap ton of it at home. The Sound. models are really, really nice. Yeah, because the game based... is quite nice, but it never hit UK shores. But really, is a very confrontation style mini. Oh right? yeah, it, it, it was the, the minis were designed by the old confrontation yeah. group, and the game plays quite nicely and it scales really, really well from small to large scales. But being cool mini or not, it didn't move out of the US, states. Yeah, so that killed it. I'd love to play. I'd love to get. Playing again. Well, there we go. We should try it out. We should just yeah. get the miniatures together. Fuck it. They're, they're all built. None of them are painted, but either I'll give them contrast paints. Yes. Speaking of which, they work really well. So I've used them on uh, Space Hulk, got all that painted, and now I've done the brute brutes for the spire elves for conquest. 
because I was just like, I need to experiment more with it, and damn, they work. I think the main problem is like when you put them on, you've got to go back sometimes because you always miss a spot, and it's a bit of annoyance. But my favourite contrast paint colour is the Skeleton Horde Bone. It works a charm. Like that's getting a me being the painter that I am. I am the painter. Um, I do the Rising Sun stuff that has been posted twice. Yeah. Um, they're not my best works that are on there, but when I do finding a decent bone paint, yeah, and bone consistency. Enough. Since Bleach Bone from Gaze Workshop disappeared. Oh, because we got Wraith Bone, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah and that's it's not it's not the right color for me. Yeah. Since Bleach Bone disappeared, I've never found a, a bone paint that works. And if there's a contrast paint out there that can do it, that might. It does do it. I'm quite happy with it. Yeah, and then at, um, the things that we didn't say. So there's like. Actually, it's quite nice how much stuff is going on at Fanboy 3 for the Gen Con pop-up. There's a lot going on. Because it's like artists selling art. Yeah, they're, they're, doing... they're, they're there doing um, uh, sketches of people. You've got All Rolled Up who make things like dice trays and sell dice and dice baggies and all that kind of paraphernalia for your gaming. I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry, but the guy's behind Cthulhu Hacker there. Yeah, he's, he was there today. So it'll be nice to see that It'd be good to see that kind of expand a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this is the first year they've done Gen Con pop-ups. Yes. Around the world. Not, not just in Manchester and Fanboy, but The other one's the in Reading. And then all the other ones occur in the US. I thought there was a few There's more one in Honolulu. That's the only one that's off the US mainland. Wow. Everything else is US. And there's two others that are non-US. Yeah. And they are UK-based. And one is Fanboy 3. So, hey, we're at an exclusive event. Woohoo! Well, I say we're at a no, we're at a curry, we're at an Indian restaurant drinking beer. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. There was, I'm sure there was some. There was other... a massive list that you. That, shall I get the list out? Yeah, do that. Um, Not that I think any of this. Works. I think we've covered all this. I think so. we have. I think most of it's been covered. Um, we're just oh, Devil a... May Cry. We will not talk about that. Oh uh, shit. <laughs> We were, we were having a rant earlier, and uh, I was looking up how, how Devil May Cry as a board game did. How many board game geeks don't like it? I think it was like five, five, five out of ten. Uh, obviously, if people want to pick up excellent RPG products, they can go to the Storyteller Vault, and they can find things on discount, even now, such as Venice Unmasked <laughs> for James Lost First Edition. They can find The Hunger Within for Chronicles of Darkness Second Edition. And they can also find Ashes of Memory for Guys to Leave First Edition, and it will be for Second Edition. No, we, nice we've covered everything that you sent me. Oh, shit. We covered it in 20 minutes. God. Oh, oh. oh well. We, we can we'll, crap we're talk gonna, for another. We'll, we'll crap talk for the last five minutes or so. Um, so, hobby hori- on the hobby horizon is I'm running Colt's fourth edition suit. Nice. Yeah. Colt's going to be fun. And after that, I might be running some more Chronicles of Darkness. Uh, or at least going into Dice. Um, there's some, it beats a bit too much time. or maybe Star Wars, and one of our gaming group has a copy of Shadows Over Hammerhold. Ooh! Of course, I have all the Nighthawk, and there's a white one for the Nighthawk to be used in Warhammer yeah, yeah. Quest, so that's the plan for that. But that's my gaming horizon, other than we need to meet up to play Fallen Frontiers 2nd Edition. Because you did a very quick paint job, but it oh, looks stupidly quick. It looks the bot. Yeah. It looks like. Well, the part, so... Yeah, no, they worked. Um, I probably should do something different on the bases because the bases are just dry brush, black, grey. But, yeah, yeah, no, they... 
going, what was it, uh, where did we go? Where was it? UK Games Expo. Yes. Uh, running into Scale 75 there, picking up the second edition rules. It's like running into you there. It's like, yeah, really need to paint it and get it played. Yeah. I've, had it, I've had it since the Kickstarter. So. The second edition is a vast improvement. I do like it. It does play pretty fast. It's it's just the miniatures. The miniatures are really nice because they're chunky. They're chunky, but chunky as in they have detail. They're not overloaded with detail. Sometimes no, they, I find a Games Workshop miniature. It's like there's, they, even though they're really dynamic poses now and they are really interesting. It makes them harder to paint, and they work better as skirmish scale models. Mass mass battle. What stuff. GW? GW. Yeah. But like I play, I don't know, Deepkin. They're Reavers, the Archer guys. They are so dynamically posed. They're some of the most beautiful kits out there, I think. But when you when I put them as an army on the table, you lose all that yes. niceness behind yeah, them. So yeah, it's yeah. like playing them in, in Warcry, I brought it all back. So it's like that's why I, I got them. That's why I wanted Excellent. Um, but yeah, no, we need to get down. I'm a bit of a Scale 75 fanboy. So. Yeah, they're a big bus I've seen recently, a really good yeah, looking um, as well. I entered one of their busts into salute uh, no comment about that and then on the horizon event wise we've got packs unplugged mike is mostly going to run the araman contract there i hope so more playtesting which yep. is good yeah more uh, more dragon meat hopefully uh that's the seventh time that's ages away yet i'd say and then maybe if there's some more war gaming events like we get chillcon in um sheffield so it's Sheffield and it happens twice a year. Sheffield and the other, there's another place nearby on that side of the Pennines. And then uh, locally, other events. I was told there's some more local. Oh no, there is a Powered by the Apocalypse RPG convention in Sheffield, I learned. Really? Oh no, I've heard about that. Yeah, yes. Um, don't know much about it. So that's something I need to investigate. Uh, and of course we've been into Games Workshop Manchester, which if you're going to go to any Games Workshop in the UK... Go there. Uh, obviously Warhammer World is an experience, but... Paul. Paul, you crazy bastard. I saw his orc army and it's... I'm sure it's like double. It's insane. Yeah, no, he, it's like, I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago and he it was at his like anniversary of... I think it was 20, maybe 25 years of him working with... He was trying to get his army up to 20,000 points. And it's all custom built. He's built his own. Um, they weren't on display today, I don't think. But he's built two or submarines, 40k submarines. And it's just oh, if you if you if you follow any kind of like kit bash stuff on Instagram or any social media, if you see this massive orc mech yeah. thing, it's it's his. It's there in the shop. It's in the cabinet. So the other thing is, it was quite funny because the staff members there pulled out from out back a classic custom scratch built thing which was the gun cutter yes so it's this flyer that's about the same size as a thunderbolt gunship but obviously it's like used by some inquisitor and i think we both remember where it was first fucking built and it's obviously it's seen better days and i think it's going to be just a little bit i think it's obviously going to get some repairs uh and, and a new paint job but yeah that's yeah, an ancient piece of kit they still have the Titan in the window, which we... we, we they do. have the... That's an Imperator. They don't have the Warlord Titan. I think that thing has seen... Oh, the Warlord Titan's long. God, I think it's dead, but, No, it? the Imperator... I'm sure that was around when we were there. Yeah. Well, I I know, it wasn't when I was there. It got built 
I would say it was built about eight years ago at least. Yeah, no, it wasn't. But I, I just, you just remind me of the table that we built that was a, for an Inquisitor thing that toured around the country. We built this really nice thing and they had to chop the top of it and Paul went mental. Oh, what the fuck was that? I don't know, we just built, there's, every, every shop was tasked to build a part of an Inquisitor's ship. And we built it with this massive die sticking, uh, pointed star die sticking out the top of it. And uh, one of the stores couldn't get it in because it was too big, so they chopped the top of it off. Oh shit, yes I remember. Paul that went was... mental. I also miss the skating table as well. Oh, you mean the ziggurat with the... Uh, yeah. for, um, the Shooting uh, down the moon. Yeah, which is technically canon of Warhammer Fantasy Battle. Yeah. Uh, oh, we, I, had, we had fun building stuff. I remember that I left the latest Nine Inch Nails album in Manchester when we were building Helm's Deep. And oh, Paul did a late night push to finish it. And he said that album saved him because he was going mental painting it up late night. Because it was being taken to, was it uh, the Apocalypse events, which were like the local Games Day events? That yeah, we had. It, was, it, was a, it was a local event that was going on. It wasn't Games Day. But he did get taken to a Games Day at one point. But yeah, no, I remember that table. A lot of fun playing games on it. I didn't have much to do with the building. Um, it was a pig. Yeah, it was huge. It made it, as, it, 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 it was scaled. It was properly scaled. He used bendy MDF to do the walls. It was really good. They, I mean, were, they were good days, good tables. He's not allowed to do it anymore. He's not allowed to build those tables anymore. Hence, uh, hence the flat scenery. Oh god, yeah, actually, it's a bit sad, that, isn't it? Yeah. God, that's because um, last of, I think the last of they did was the um, elevated platforms things that were on the boards. Yeah. And that was 40k. I mean, they seem to do. Well, I'll be honest, at least some of their tables seem nicer than other sh other stores, but that's because somehow... They've got more room. They've got more room and they're allowed yeah, to do yeah. it a bit. Uh, uh, um, I'm not sure I'm allowed to say that. I'm not going to say that. I don't know if that's inside the knowledge or not. <laughs> it's probably not, but uh, I've been told by people who know things. I'm sure it's a, it's a case of scrounging right. spare hearts. Yeah. Well, it's more, more comment of, they've got a lot of space. But no, they've, still, they've also got those window displays there. Yeah. Which is, so whereas most stores just stick cabinets in there and show models, they've actually built proper castles, castles and yeah. massive dwarf versus uh, Caradon Overlords versus Skaven display. Yes. Um, yeah. Wow. It's, yeah, it's, that store's really, I don't know of another store like it actually. I don't know if there is another one like it outside of Warhammer World. No, it's, it's one of the few places where I don't like stores. I, for a very long time, had a big issue with Games Workshop. But whenever I go in there, one, because we used to work there. Yeah. But two, it just, there's something about it has, it, it's a lot more welcoming. Yeah. And they, they, there's they, no much of the hard sale. They also keep a lot of other stock, so you can go in there and get quite a lot of the uh, Black Library books. Yeah. And you can even go in there. I was like, Whoa, what the fuck are you champions. doing? Here? Yeah, Champions Card Game. There was a time when GW would go, no, Games Workshop is for selling you the miniatures and the it's a hobby the... store, you buy your hobby. So, in theory, in theory, the next revised, the revised rulebook for Wrath and Glory should be on shelves in Games Workshop Manchester. And it's like, the day that happens is going to be a very interesting day, I feel. I think you might make a trip back over here. Oh, and go, I, I might. And just, and just sit here in glory and go, oh. My, yeah. So, yeah, it's been good. Uh, it's been good 
day. I mean, it's only half the week. It's only half the demo so far done. So um, we're going to finish it there. That is your that's your indul- self indulgent podcast for today. Uh, that will go out. I'm going to upload it and it'll go out. And Michael edit it and you won't bleep anything. Um, and we still don't know which number podcast it is. But the plan is um, the demo scenario will be released by some means. Once it's been played just a bit more and the yeah. background, background material is written up for V5. There will be more blog posts of minis, mostly of Warcry being painted up. Yeah. Batch reps would be kind of fun and sexy. Yeah, um, I'm off on holiday for the next two weeks, but when we get back, actually talking about that, I'll be doing Shadows of Mora. So we'll be doing a kill team scenario uh, or campaign based in Kamara. Holy so, shit yeah, my, shadow, my Shadows of Skirmish group. I will be posting up some of that, I think, because... I've seen some of the stuff because um, uh, Saul's been doing, yeah. um, using the really, like, pyramidy kind of Age of Sigma train. Yes, yeah. A lot of the, and a lot of the Warcry stuff, the, the, the scene from that is going to be... Yeah. Using it, so. yeah, anyway. We'll that's good, that. that's good. So, as I said, James is going to sort out, most of reviewer, Pathfinder. I think we'll just ramp. This is just the start of more insanity from us of more random content. Uh, if you have, if you want to know more about Warcry, there's an unboxing on the Facebook. Uh, so, if you want to find us, you can find us at www.darkerdays.org or on at Darker Days Radio on Twitter and Facebook. Then, if you go to our WordPress, you will find reviews, unboxings, videos, painting examples, the painting corner. Maybe painting tutorials at some point. I know that Maybe. that always takes so much more effort than yeah. I feel it's worth. Taking uh, photos every stage is not. Oh, for fuck's sake! Writing your recipe down. Why? 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 Um, no. You might you might get a video off me every now and then. Yeah. But, uh, if I might uh, Twitch stream something at some point, like Blackstone Fortress. But that's pretty much it from us. So we will check in with you again. Where it'll mostly be Chig at GenCon proper. So uh, ciao for now. See you later. This has been an episode of Darker Days Radio. Special thanks to Occam's Laser for the intro, outro, and new bumper music from their hit album, Nine Circles. Check out the rest of their work at occamslaser.bandcamp.com.